Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Frank Jenner was born in England in 1903. Because he was extremely rebellious against all of the authority figures in his life, he was sent to a training ship for troubled boys during World War I when he was just 12 years old. Later, Frank joined the British Royal Navy, but while they were docked in New York City, he deserted and joined the United States Navy. It was in the Navy that Frank was introduced to the game of craps, and he became obsessed with gambling. He always had a set of dice with him, and he carried a rabbit's foot in his left shirt pocket for good luck. While he rolled the dice with his right hand, he held onto the rabbit's foot with his left. Frank's duties in the U.S. Navy took him to Melbourne, Australia, where he again deserted. He married Jesse Peters, and then Frank joined the Royal Australian Navy, where he served until he was legally discharged in 1937, at the age of 34. He was still living in Australia with his wife and daughter, and he was still obsessed with gambling. One day in 1937, Frank encountered a group of Christian men street preaching. He walked right into the middle of the group and said, I'll listen to your message if you'll listen to mine. The men agreed, and Frank proceeded to teach them how to shoot craps. When he was finished, one of the men said, Now it's time for you to listen to our message. They took him inside their meeting house, and they showed him how to be saved. That day, Frank Jenner made the Lord Jesus Christ his Savior. He went home and told his wife that he had been saved and that she needed to be saved also. She thought he had gone crazy. And eventually, his faith, along with his inability to conquer his gambling and his failure to keep a job, drove Jesse to take their daughter Anne and move out of the house. She told Frank that she would return when he got his life under control. That was a wake-up call for Frank. With God's help, he kicked his gambling habit and he got a steady job. Frank developed two solid habits. First, he got up and spent time with the Lord in prayer every morning at 5 o'clock. And second, he told the Lord that he would witness to 10 people every day. He began to go to a busy bus stop on George Street in Sydney and walk up to strangers asking them about their soul. He had gotten rid of his lucky rabbit's foot, and now he carried a card in his pocket which read, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Philippians 4.13. That Bible promise gave him the courage to overcome his fears and speak to people about Christ. He would walk up to people on that corner and say, Excuse me, mate, can I ask you a question? If you were to die in the next 24 hours, where would you spend eternity? In heaven or in hell? This opened the door for Frank Jenner to speak to thousands of people about Jesus and to lead many of them to salvation. Frank's wife, Jessie, got saved and she and Anne moved back in with him. During World War II, Sydney was filled with sailors, and Frank's own experiences in the Navy caused him to be greatly burdened for their souls. So as Frank looked for people on George Street with whom he could share the gospel, he paid special attention to men in uniform. Over time, his street preaching efforts led him to invite sailors to his home for a meal and for Bible study and prayer. Sometimes these young men already knew Christ, other times, he was privileged to lead sailors to Christ. But either way, 
Frank and Jesse Jenner took the opportunity to show the love of Christ and to write to the sailors' families and let them know that their sons were okay. After the meal and the Bible study were finished, Frank would disappear into his bedroom and then return in his pajamas and announce, Well, the meeting is over. I must retire. I have a 5 a.m. appointment with the King of Kings. Frank's ministry on George Street continued for 28 years, day after day, asking strangers, Excuse me, mate, can I ask you a question? If you were to die in the next 24 hours, where would you spend eternity? In heaven or in hell? He spoke to over 100,000 people about their soul. In 1952, thousands of miles away, Francis Dixon, the pastor of the Lansdowne Baptist Church in Bournemouth, England, encountered four different men whose salvation story included meeting a man on George Street in Sydney, Australia, who asked them where they would spend eternity. The following year, Pastor Dixon was invited to go on a preaching tour of Australia, and he decided to include in his preaching the story of the street preacher in Sydney. Every time he told the story, someone would come up to him after the service and tell them that they had been led to Christ by a street preacher on George Street in Sydney. Finally, Pastor Dixon decided, I'm here in Australia. I have to see if I can meet this man. He found a preacher who knew who Frank Jenner was and where he lived. Pastor Dixon visited Frank Jenner in his home and told him what an amazing impact he had had for Christ over the years. Frank and Jesse Jenner wept when they heard how greatly the Lord had used them. Frank took Pastor Dixon to catch the bus on George Street. And as Pastor Dixon stepped onto the bus, he turned to say one last goodbye. As he did, he heard Frank Jenner, with his arm on the shoulder of a stranger, ask, Excuse me, mate, can I ask you a question? If you were to die in the next 24 hours, where would you spend eternity? In heaven or in hell? Christian, never underestimate the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you. So dear Christian.